0: Welcome to Between the Lines. I'm Sarah M. Eden here with Esther Hatch, Tracy Hunter-Abramson, and Sean Ann Bessie. Uh, We're all writers, as is, I think, well-established by now, Um, but we're not just writers. And I thought it would be really fun today to talk about our non-writing outlets, the things we and maybe other writers do outside of writing that are fun, that are rejuvenating, that maybe are still a creative pursuit but aren't uh, the same as writing. Basically what we do in our non-existent free time. <laughs> so my first question for all of you, what is a hobby or an interest or a passion that you had when you were growing up, and is it still something you do or enjoy now? So I had a lot of hobbies and passions when I was
1: growing up, but as far as how many I still do, that is <laughs> that is the tricky part, right? Um, I played soccer and I was actually a clogger, um, which is kind of like tap for yeah. those of you not in the West, uh-huh. <laughs> but but more of a Western-y style and so much fun. Loved it, but I definitely don't have much of a chance to clog anymore. And soccer, I actually did do as an adult, but sprained my ankle so many times. Oh, no. I realized it was if I wanted <laughs> to have a working ankle, I had to stop soccer. So um, the big thing that I did as a child and still do now, I would say
2: is reading.
0: Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah.
2: So for me, it was swimming. I was big into swimming when I was uh, growing up as a competitive swimmer. And I have shoulder issues now, so I can't swim, like, com- competitive, like, just not consistently. Right. Like, I can do a little bit and pretend that I still can look the same as I did <laughs> however many years ago that I won't admit. But, um, but I've also, for the past 26 years, been coaching swimming so i'm just actually just finished my 26th season and this was like retirement time so it's been kind of bittersweet but but it helped me stay in the sport and you know also be involved in virginia swimming and stuff but but it was just it was a it was a wonderful you know wonderful childhood memory and i love that i was able to experience it with so many hundreds of teenagers through the years that's awesome
3: um i i think i'm like like esther i loved to read when i was young um we had a, this, this is gonna sound very strange to most American homes, but we had hot water heaters, radiators as heaters. Oh, mm-hmm. And um, we had one that was up against the wall in the living room that was behind one of the armchairs. And I would go behind the armchair and sit on the floor with my back up against the radiator <laughs> right and read. And it was just, oh, I just loved it. It was my little hideout in a little warm spot. Um, and I also, and I still do love to read, and I also love to travel. Um, my father was an academic, and we were able to travel um, with his work quite often when I was young and stay places for several months at a time and that's something that I still love to do. That's great.
0: Uh, When I was growing up most of my um, hobbies and pastimes revolved around music. I started playing the piano when I was about seven and the violin a year after that and I was a dancer. I did ballet until a catastrophic knee injury (laughs) which (laughs) seems to be what ends a lot of our careers right (laughs) shoulders ankles yeah um i i do still play the piano i actually was a professional accompanist for a lot of years it's how i helped my husband get through college um i don't play the violin anymore i have a degenerative disease and i'm slowly losing the use of my hands and i can't get my hands into the right position to play the violin anymore oh that's sad but i play the piano and I still have that. I enjoy watching other people dance. <laughs> so that's as close as I get
3: to that. So you could watch Esther dance. I could clog. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, you clog, and I
2: will enjoy. It's too bad we're on audio only right now. We can have her do it for us. It's actually exactly a
1: very nice mercy for Esther. Kind of
0: <laughs> Be grateful for our current medium. Is that what <laughs> you're saying? Okay, so do you guys have a non-writing outlet now that's relatively new? Maybe something that wasn't part of your childhood, or not very much, but that you
2: you pursue now and enjoy? So my husband started up with photography several years ago, and I was like, that looks fun. And so, of course, I had to follow in his footsteps. He, follow, he photographs, like, through telescopes and does all these amazing moon pictures. And I'm like, oh, let me go take a picture of a tree or a flower or that kind of stuff. And I'm really bad at it, <laughs> but... It's, I still love the, you know, every once in a while you'll capture a beautiful sunset or something at the beach or whatever, and, you know, if you take a thousand pictures, you'll probably have one good one. And so I'm just going with that. If I take a thousand pictures, I'll have a good one.
3: There (laughs) There you go. There you go. (laughs) Um, I think mine is probably cooking and baking. Um, I... i i think for me it's another creative outlet to create something from Mm. nothing and then have other people eat it and so then it disappears and you have to start over again (laughs) (laughs) but um my mother and grandmothers both cooked from scratch and so i grew up surrounded by that and my father well i mentioned he's an academic he's a chemist and um I never really liked chemistry very much at school, but I joke with him that this is how his chemistry gene is <laughs> manifesting in me, is that I like experimenting in the kitchen.
1: I've eaten some of your food, Sean, and it is your experiments are turning out well. <laughs> 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 Love it. So for me, um, I, I started a new um, hobby right about the time I published my first book, which was Wonderful timing because it was kind of transitioning from writing being a hobby into a career. And then I needed another outlet, another hobby. And I took up tennis, which has been so much fun because my husband played when he was younger and now we enjoy playing together. We almost went to nationals this year. It's oh, kind of a big deal. That's a huge <laughs> that's thing. That's awesome. So, yeah. um, and they do it by levels, so you know, at our level we almost went to nationals. It's still so so. huge. No, yeah, so. it was a pretty big deal, it was fun. So I love having something like that, that I can get out and be active and be with my husband or I also have girlfriends that we play together and it's just, it's been a, it's been a wonderful thing.
0: I love that. Um, I, I find it interesting, Sean was saying that, you know, growing up, they did a lot of traveling, and that was something that she enjoyed. We didn't. We would travel to visit grandparents, and that was about it. But as an adult, I've discovered a love of travel. I love going places and seeing new things, and I've found my husband loves it, too, so we have to do it together, and our kids have traveled with us. So we almost, like, flipped. <laughs> I didn't have that hobby as a child, but I, it's one that I enjoy now and that I do now. Um, what benefit do you guys feel like there is in having a a hobby or you know that kind of thing as an adult? we We almost expect it in children, but in some ways, it feels almost like it's discouraged in adults. But what benefit do you think there is to having those as you've grown up? I think it's so important. I think it keeps your mind active, your body
1: active. Um, I think for moms, like you were saying it's almost discouraged. i I wouldn't say it's discouraged, but it's almost like everything else is encouraged. Right. I definitely remember the moment I became a mother, and it's a wonderful thing. Like, I was so happy about it. Like, I really love being a mom. But I also felt like I lost myself a little bit up until that point. I had a lot of things going on, mm-hmm. and suddenly I was stuck at home. And we moved three weeks later to a tiny apartment <sighs> in a dangerous place in LA, and I was stuck at home with a baby. And that just is what I mean, other than watching TV, that was what I could do it's every so minute I, of your day. Yeah. Yes. And I do think, as moms um, and dads, maybe too, like there are times in your life where maybe you really do struggle to get a hobby, but when you can, I feel like it. It's a way to remind yourself who you are. And it, I felt a little bit like when I started take. I've gone through phases of all different hobbies right. depending on angles and different mm-hmm. things. I did take up swimming even for a little while. I'm I'm so so seen, proud. Yeah, it was and I loved it. I did open water swimming and um, really enjoyed that. But I
2: think it's that moment when you were like, Oh, hello Esther, there you are. And right. I think that's so healthy. And I think it helps us find that balance in our lives. And like one of the things um, last fall, Sean and Sarah and I did the Fiction Kitchen Trio Challenge. And we still ah. are doing challenges as we go. But it was basically like baking and different things. And of course, mm. Esther has been roped in and she's an amazing judge. So <laughs> <You
1: know, laughs> I will judge your
2: food that you cook anytime. <laughs> <laughs> but it, and thank you for that. She is really awesome. But it's like, it helps us keep learning and growing and connecting with people in a lot of ways that we wouldn't have been able, like we had those connections in our common interests as children, but a lot of times in our adult lives, those hobbies can help bring us together in a way that we wouldn't have otherwise and just helps us, you know, avoid getting in those ruts in our daily lives.
3: Yeah, I agree. I think, I think just as humans, we're all trying to find balance in our lives and Things never seem to go as well when we are out of whack when we, when we don't have that balance. And so when we enjoy activities and develop skills that are completely different from writing, it helps us to have some balance and helps us to relate well with other people because we're associating with people with different interests. And um, it just opens, opens our lives, opens our minds. And, and like Esther said, gets, keeps us active.
0: I think it's really easy um, as, you know, we're working writers or busy parents. We have lots of commitments, both in our homes and outside of our homes. It's very easy for us to say we don't have time for anything that isn't income generating or absolutely crucial to the continued survival of the people (laughs) in our household. It's easy to say there's not time. Um, But how do you guys make time for some of these you know, these outlets, these hobbies, these things that bring you joy that maybe would otherwise be really easy to push aside. I love this question so much, Sarah, because
1: I there is a part of me that wants to say, you know, sometimes you're not going to get that time. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> That's the truth of the matter. But I think a better answer and way to look at it is to say that you can maybe find those, but they might be different than what you think. Um, when I was living in that little apartment in L.A. with a three-week-old baby, like I said, my hobby became watching TV. Mm-hmm. And sadly, like, I say that now and I'm like, oh, that's a sad hobby. But <laughs> but now, look, it's actually like the story part of mm-hmm. the aspect is actually working in my job. And, and that's just what was available to me at the time and reading. I definitely did reading there, too. But um, I think you have to try and if you have the time, then then make the time for these bigger things like tennis and stuff that might take a few hours. Right. But in some time, parts of your life, you really might just have to make do with what you can. and But make sure you do, even if it is something that maybe right. other people might scoff at and say that's <laughs> not a
0: hobby. <laughs> but it's something for you. Yes. And that's important.
3: Yeah. I, I always feel better um, about myself. I feel like I'm a better writer, a better mother, a better wife if... I have some balance in my life. And I I remember when my children were really young, um, you know, and they come home from school and you've got the piano practicing and you've got the homework and you've got to run somebody to a soccer practice. And then you've got the little ones that need to go to bed. And you sometimes feel like, I don't have time to do anything else right now. But on the evenings that I would go to a meeting with other women, or I would go and visit somebody, I always came back home with a greater appreciation for my family just because I had been gone for an hour yes. from them. Mm-hmm. And um and so I think that I think about that sometimes and I think the same can be applied to our lives now whether we're at work whether it's you know hard things at home or whatever it is that we're dealing with on a day-to-day basis if we're able to just step away for a little while and do something different we can come back with a better attitude and and maybe a little bit rejuvenated.
0: Yeah. I love kind of the combination of those two ideas, to remember that where we are in life will dictate, in some ways, what those extra things are, what those hobbies are. But to also recognize that we often push them aside because we don't think they're crucial, but if they're helping us to be a happy, happier person, have a better relationship with our families, to be able to accomplish those, quote-unquote, crucial things... Then it is crucial and it is important. So maybe cut ourselves some slack. Don't try to take on every hobby in the world, but also make ourselves important enough that we do something, even if it's watching a television show, even if it's taking five minutes to do quick yoga or whatever it might be. Mm Yeah, no. Oh, I could have done yoga. I didn't think about that. And so watching (laughs) TV. Well, do I do yoga while watching TV. See, guys, we're
1: multitasking.
2: Yeah. I know, I love it. <laughs>
0: or don't. That's also funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I,
2: I think we also have to remember that we, if we don't take care of ourselves, we aren't going to be able to take care of everyone else and, and fulfill our responsibilities. And it can be so overwhelming because there just aren't enough hours in the day for everything right. we want to do. And sometimes it's hard to ask for help, but sometimes that's exactly what we need to do when we're in those difficult situations of, you know, whether it's a family trauma or just little kids or, you know, the car doesn't work and you have to bike everywhere, you know, whatever those situations are, you know, there's usually, we hope, you know, there's somebody that you can family member, spouse, neighbor, whatever that, um, or whoever that you can ask and, You know, just to spend a little bit of time to give you that few minutes that you may need, even if it's just I need to go around for a walk around the block, you know.
0: Well, now that we are experts at time management.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I love that we all laugh because it's so not true.
0: (laughs) I have, you know, one one last question for you guys. What is a non-writing outlet you haven't taken up, but seems like it could be fun or interesting. You know, like if you had all the time in the world and you could add in another hobby or pastime or interest, what what sounds interesting to you? How long is this episode? Like, seriously. <laughs> Not that much longer, Tracy. Okay, Wrap it up. <laughs>
2: so, I mean, honestly, my list is never ending, but I think one of the things I would love to do is, my husband just retired and our youngest is, you know, graduating high school shortly, and um, I'd love to go spend a couple of months living overseas. I've done that in the oh. past, and I'd love to go and travel where I can really immerse myself in the culture and just get to know more than what you would learn as a tourist. Love that.
3: Yeah, that's, I I love that too. Um, I'm going to go with something completely (laughs) not what I do right now. (laughs) (laughs) Pickleball. My daughter plays it all the time and I've only played it a few times, but I've always thought I should play more often, and get good enough at it to play with my daughter. I don't think that I would ever get to her level, but I could at least hit the ball and have it land in the right spot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, that's the first step. <laughs> And with, like, everything closing down in these last few years a little bit, pickleball's become kind it's, of a big yeah, deal. There's, I hadn't even
3: heard of it a few years ago, but yeah, now it's big. There's a
1: lot of places you should do it. You should find a group and, and do <laughs> it. Um, mine is more of a pipe dream than pickleball. <laughs> As i was I'm starting about simple. This, uh, yeah. I was like, I would just... And so this is time, unlimited time, and probably resources. Well, yes, I would would love to buy an RV and just like take my family often on. I don't see myself as someone who lives in RV, but like weekends and just jump in the RV and go to not very commonly visited places all over the United States and the national parks
0: and things like that. I think it would be so much fun. Oh, that would be amazing, right? That
3: would be fun. I've if often, you do that, can we come to? Yeah. Oh, yes.
0: Yeah. You have for room sure. in this RV, right? Yeah, I'll make sure it can fit all my author friends. Extra, <laughs> long. <laughs> extra long. Extra that's long. Right. Uh For me, I think I, I've always wanted to learn to speak a language other than English fluently. Like, I have bits and pieces of languages here and there, but to be able to feel confidently fluent in another language would be amazing. That would be awesome. That would be right?
3: great. I recommend yeah. Welsh.
2: I don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have learned a little Irish and that is about as challenging of a Celtic language as I would like to learn <laughs> uh, so I'm going to toss out the same question to our listeners um, what is a creative outlet that you would love to pursue and why, what, what appeals about it to you, we'd love to hear from you you can find us on Facebook and on Instagram and we will see you if you will join us next time on Between the Lines <laughs>